up? It's your girl, Latisa Lenz. You are tuned in right now on Latest with Latisa podcast. I have a special guest with yeah. me here today. He's a social media influencer, uh, Fist University basketball player. And we're going to learn, you know, where everything started. So go ahead and let us know who you are and then the magic happens. I was going to everybody. It's your boy. They call me Miguel, man. And I'm, I'm so glad to be here. I'm ready to tap in, ready to get the story out. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. I'm yeah. happy you here. He got yeah. a new tattoo, y'all. So Hey, man, y'all got to forgive me. <laughs> Hey, forgive me, y'all. I was running a little bit behind today, um, but we had a lot of things going, but I'm just ready to uh, yeah. get started and have a blast for real. Okay, well, yeah. when I do do interviews, I do an icebreaker. So okay. this is just so you know, calm you down a little bit, get you in your mood. Yeah. So this icebreaker, since you have played basketball before, it's going to be called This or That Basketball Edition. I'm I'm lit. Yeah, I'm ready okay. to go. Okay. Yeah. So this or that, LeBron James or Kevin Durant? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take KD. Everybody kind of know I don't really like LeBron for real. You don't like LeBron? I'm a, I'm a type of guy. I'm a Lakers fan. So if you look, if we went over my tattoos, I got the Lakers like, tattooed on my leg, right? Uh-huh. I'm the type of guy to really say like we never needed LeBron in the first place. Mm. I, that's just me though. Look, yeah. I'm, I might get a lot of hate for that, but like I I don't even mess with KD for real. Dang. But but I take KD over <laughs> LeBron for like over you know LeBron. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. This or that. Steph Curry or Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. I, and this supposed to be iceberg. I feel like. Um, I play as a, I play basketball. I like scoring though. I like Carmelo because I liked his mentality, but I also feel like Steph Curry is more of a, like a how I play for real. Yeah, so I, yeah. I'm gonna go Steph on this one. Especially like I feel like Steph is more celebrity. Yeah, like base Carmelo yeah. Anthony. He all you always see him in uniform, basketball, yeah. all that good stuff. So yeah. I love basketball because my brother loves it. So I know a few. I know a little song. That's lit. That's lit for sure. <laughs> okay, this is that Dwight Howard or Derrick Rose. Dwight, I'm from Chicago, so I'm gonna go with Derrick Rose. I'm gonna yeah. go with Derrick Rose for sure. But Dwight, it's all love baby <laughs> okay love two more Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan no, it's always hey this ain't even a question for it it's gonna be Kobe Bryant to the death yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying I, he, he's he one of my dope. biggest influences so yeah alright this is the last one Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook Russ, I'm gonna take Russ every time Russ. even though even though the unpopular opinion is really Russ and everybody gonna go with AD AD ain't never healthy you know what I'm saying he's mm-hmm. built like a bag of bread so like I just <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with Russ on this one, even though he's inefficient. That's you know my what guy. I think? I think you should do, like, a basketball podcast because you know so much yeah. about, like, every every athlete. You know, I've been—you know, this is why I'm here. Because <laughs> truth be told, I had a guy—I was hooping at a local gym, right? Uh-huh. I had a guy that was in his 40s. We we got to chopping it up, and he was like, I, I'm starting my own podcast, a sport podcast. I want to get you on there. Tell me why. He was like, I got his number. This is how, how life is funny. Uh-huh. He was like, yeah, we're going to link up this Saturday. Not this Saturday, y'all, but we're going to link up this uh, Saturday. We're going to do it, right? Yeah. He got all the equipment, all the... I'm like, okay, cool. The Saturday comes, and he t- he sends out a group message and was like, yeah, guys, um, I know I wanted to do the podcast, but oh, I ended up moving man. to Texas. You know, I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay. So I didn't really know how to respond. I just kind of said, yeah. hey, hey, good luck and best endeavors type stuff. You know what I'm Dang. saying? But no, nah, I, you know, I be, I get hit with that a lot though. You know what I'm saying? I should do okay. like a podcast or like a sport podcast. For well, sure. I think this is a good like opportunity for you to get that podcast vibe because if, if this was him, I feel like this is the type of conversation that y'all would have had about yeah. basketball. <laughs> yeah. I, I, lo- I love the game for real. It saved my life. So you yeah. know what I'm, I'm always about, you know what I'm saying? Making sure that I'm hip and I'm knowledgeable what's going on for real. Right. Well, I'm glad you mentioned, you know, about life because people don't know that you're from Chicago because nah. you've been here since you've been 17. Yeah. So yeah. you got to talk yeah. about the transition from Chicago to here because that's a big difference. It's a big difference. In Chicago, man, it's 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 it's, it's its own little community, its own country, it's, it's its own thing. Like when you go out yeah. there, like being born and raised from Chicago, like I mean, you move different. Like, yeah. you know, like when you meet, like it's almost like if I came, when I first came here and people got to meet me, like they can tell. It's just a different type of environment, how you move. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best quotes when I was like maybe 12, like one of this, uh, like an OG or older guy that, you know what I'm saying, dropped out of high school. He was on, yeah. he was on our block though. Bro was like, you know what I'm saying, hey, whatever you do, keep your head on a swivel. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise you're going to get hit with that nickel. For those that don't know what that means, it just means that like when you're moving around in Chicago, especially in the inner city, even in the burb to some degree, um, if you're not careful, right? If mm-hmm. you're not vigilant, if you don't pay attention, um, it can happen to anybody. And, and as you can tell by the crime rate, and uh, a lot of innocent lives get get lost because people don't aren't aware or they're unaware of their surroundings or they don't move correctly. So mm-hmm. it's a different type of environment being from Chicago, um, but it's definitely made me who I am today, for real. Yeah. Were you sad about leaving? Yeah, I was. You mean? I mean, I feel like 
I really got pride for real, you know? Yeah. So when I was growing up, like, I mean, you meet people, you know, everybody's met people from, you know, from different states, all type yeah. of stuff on trips or they come, you know, tourists, all that type of stuff, right? And and I've always had a real sense of, like, I'm from Chicago. Yeah. Like, Chicago for real. Like, I'm the third <laughs> largest city, right? You know, and we got all this culture. So, you know, I always had pride. I never I never really wanted to leave, but it's one of those situations where um, being from Chicago, like, a lot of guys that are either on the west side, east side, or south side, like— you kind of, like, you're a product of your environment and you stay mm-hmm. in that environment, right? Yeah. A lot of people don't even leave their block or they don't leave their side for real, you know? I know people that from the south side ain't never gone to the west side for real. I know people from yeah. the west side ain't never gone to the south That's side right. for real, even if they got family over there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I knew that if I didn't get out, you know what I'm saying, I probably would have got lost in the system. It almost happened, though, so, yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm, I I feel like... Um, the, the way the way the way life goes is always un- unpredictable, mm-hmm. right? And not everybody gets the same amount of opportunities, right? Um, and I remember, like, when I was coming up, when I was a like a senior in high school, like I just remember my I felt like my opportunities were running out, though. Um, I used to get in trouble. Like I was a, I was a good kid for real. But you used to get in trouble. Yeah, like like look, I was one of them kids. Like you know, I cracked jokes. I was I was funny. Yeah. I, but I re- I really look like Steve Urkel for real. If we kept it a band. Yeah, 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 yeah. I look like you, you got to send me a picture. No, nah, I got I got that joint. I got you. I got you. Not for real. But I used to look like Steve Urkel for real. And I felt like even though like you know everybody has different social dynamics in school, yeah. right? And I felt like I had the you know I had charisma. I had everything that I have today. I felt like a lot of times used to get overshadowed. Um, I mm-hmm. felt like a lot of people, you know, um, didn't give me a chance or an opportunity to be myself and be truly who I was. Um, and when um, when I was young, I used to try to make jokes, but I used to find myself always getting in trouble for the jokes that I made. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So were they like offensive jokes? Nah, nah, not nah, like like. Okay, I'll give you an example, like uh-huh. how life go, like. In Chicago, like, it's snow for real, right? Yeah. So during, like, and we never, they're never going to tell you to stay at home. So no matter, I don't care how how many, how many inches you didn't got, how mm-hmm. many, how much snow's on the ground, just wait a couple of hours. They're going to get some salt tricks out there. You're yeah, going you to go going school. school. You're going to school for <laughs> real. You feel me? And, you know, I be I was one of those kids that, like, I get, I be, like, going to the bus and get hit with a snowball. Everybody mm-hmm. laughing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I pick up a snowball, throw it, I have bad aim, end up hitting the bus driver. Ooh. Now I'm suspended from school for like five days. Ah. Like I was always, those always, <laughs> yeah. I was always unlucky type for yeah. real, you yeah. know. Um, but I ended up, um, truth be told, I ended up getting kicked out. Like uh, uh, I ended up getting kicked out of like high school, like my freshman year for real. You just bad. Not 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 bad for real, but like I had, um, I I got I had threatened. I had like a story, mm-hmm. and this hey, all the kids out there, um, you know, what I'm saying stay in school. Uh, follow directions um, um, and really take it serious though because it could take you somewhere for real. Yeah. So when I say this, I'm not saying this, you know what I'm saying, so that y'all, y'all just go out there and do whatever. I'm saying this because this is real life type. Right. You feel me? I got kicked out of school because I had an altercation with my teacher. Um, it was like, you know, I was trying to make jokes. You know, I finally thought I had the class laughing and she was funny though. She was slick. She was my English teacher and she was like, yeah, I, I know, I, I, I love how it's so funny. Um, but what's not funny is your grade. And she puts my grade, oh. look, 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 she puts my, no, nah, this true story. She puts my grade, like, back when we had overheads. I feel like I'm old, but maybe I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> she puts my grade on the overhead. I got, mm-hmm. like, I'm, keep it a band. I had, like, a 66. I had, like, an F. Oh, man. Right, right? Now, granted, she, now, gra- exposed, she exposed Look, expose me. Expose me. You know what I'm saying? So now, I'm the once again, I'm the punchline. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I got nothing else to say, I'm, but I'm pissed off. Like, she ain't never just... Yeah, shorty, shorty she ain't, ain't do you like that. Shorty ain't never just put put it out there like that. Yeah. You feel me? I didn't even know for real that I was out there in that back. You know what I'm saying? So when she put it out there, like I really didn't know what to say, but I knew, I, you know, she had a teacher for real. Yeah, I just said like, look, and this is why I say, I always felt like I just got put in unlucky because I thought mm-hmm. about what I was gonna say, and I still got in trouble for it. I told her, I said, hey. You act like we don't know where, like, your car is, though. Like, we don't, we, like, you drive a Honda Civic and it's blue. Like, like we know where you park. Like, you know what I'm saying? We know you, your like, kids. Like, we can do real damage. Right, right. Like, we know we your really kids go to church. To. Now, granted, I'm saying this to say, like, kids, like I said, though, follow, go to school and go to school for the right reasons and pay attention to class because it can take you somewhere. But I will say, uh, when I told her that, like, I just want her to know, like, nah, you thought you was funny, but, like, it, it's real like yeah. here. She's not, obviously, she live in the burbs somewhere, but, um... You, you know, I, look, next you know, and you know, she clicked that little. I don't know if y'all remember. There's a little black button. You know, anybody from the city, y'all know what I'm talking about. There's a little black button they press, and when you press that black button, you they, there's a red button and a black button. If they uh-huh. press the red button, the dean's gonna come. They press the black mm-hmm. button, something for real. Then when happened, they gonna call. It's straight officers coming. So they she pressed the black button, and I end up getting like expelled for like threatened 
threatened to kill like like kill my teacher. But I like wow. kids out there, kids out there. No, that that's, that's not that's not. I, I never thought that that would that would happen, but it happened for real. And yeah. um, I got sent to the alternative school, and it, but it was an eye opener because it let me know like. Like who was really bad for real? Like I thought yeah. I was bad. I wasn't bad for real. <laughs> I was scared. I went to alternative yeah. school. I was scared for real. Cause them kids in there, they they do some real I'm like, damage. I'm like at the time, y'all. Y'all gotta realize I'm like five, maybe five three. I'm I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm tiny for real. I'm tiny for real. So, alternative school. You know, so we get there. You know, what I'm saying I got guys biting desks. You know, what I'm saying uh, you know chewing on <laughs> pencils. You know, what I'm saying head button lockers. You know, fighting fighting police officers. Yeah. Like like they they the real gangsters for yeah. real. I, you know I you know I have my mishaps. You feel me? <laughs> I didn't feel like I belong, but you know, hey, everybody need their time to adjust and, and to learn mm-hmm. from the mistakes, right? So Miguel, is that when you change your life around? <laughs> yeah, look, look, look. Truth be told, truth be told. So, um, you know, shout out to sh- I ain't gonna name names, but shout out to the. Uh, the, the vice principal we had a meeting uh the next the next year um uh-huh. and they let me come back to school but it, look look they let me come back to school but in order to come back to school there was stipulations mm-hmm. right the stipulation was i had to do like a a military program okay like it was supposed to be able to control my anger or whatever you know what i'm yeah. saying but like that was the stipulation i had to do it all four years it wasn't just a one-time thing okay. like i had to do it all four years um and that was you know i ended up i obviously i didn't go to the military but you know what i'm saying it, it taught me a lot though for yeah. real for real um, and, um, I did that, you know what I'm saying, going on I, until I finished school. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was 17, life continues to happen. Yeah. Like I was explaining. Um, and it, I think these are all character builder moments, if that right, makes any sense. Right. These are all things that are gearing me to be successful, gearing me to be the person I am today. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so when I'm 17, you know, I'm, I'm going through school and I have this like transformation period where like I, I woke up one day. It sounds crazy, but I woke up one day and I looked myself in the mirror and I didn't like the person that I see. And I feel like for a lot of people out there, that happens a lot. Yeah. Maybe not when I happened for me, but it happens to majority of America, majority of the world where like they come, they come to the realization that some form like they're not happy with their life. And it's called normally it's called a midlife crisis. Right. Midlife crisis. Right. Okay. Um, but for me, like I, I didn't feel like I was having a midlife crisis, but I felt like I was honest enough to realize that um, I didn't like how um, I was being viewed. I didn't like the perception of who I was. I didn't mm-hmm. like um, the opportunities that was afforded to me. I felt like I didn't, I didn't always get the fair shake. Yeah. Um, but I had asked myself. It's called like, and I had to really look at self awareness, self awareness, self reflection. The self reflection is really big in like my process mm-hmm. um, because it allowed me to like you know um, realize if I'm if I'm in the wrong. And I look, you gotta understand, like I'm not just getting suspended. I'm not getting in trouble for nothing. You feel me? Like right. I'm a part of this as well. Um, and um, I, I I looked at my, myself in the mirror that day and I was like, man, I don't like the way I like, I don't like the way I'm being viewed. I don't like the way you know what I'm saying I'm I'm looking out here for real. Yeah. And I need to I need to really I need to suit up for real. I need to change. I'm glad you did change. Yeah, and that's how I started hooping for real. Yeah. Um, I it was I was a promise that I made my to myself, but it was a promise that I really made to my mother. Like I like I felt like she felt like I was like. I was slipping away type. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I was, yeah. I was, I was on my way to really be in the streets for real. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I wanted, but I didn't want that for myself because I knew that I was smarter. I like I always knew. That's what I was yeah. telling you. I always knew, um, but like that I, I had an act for doing something. I just didn't know what it was yet. But I couldn't find. I always found myself in precarious situations. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I'm saying. So when I started hooping, that's what really. That's why I said basketball saved my life for real. Because yeah. when I started playing basketball, it really separated me from just being on the block or just walking around the streets all day. You know, yeah. and getting in trouble. Like I, I locked in, and and even though I was trash for real, um, I, I it was something. Say trash. No, no, I no, no. Say, no. I would say you were decent. I've seen your videos. I've seen, you know. Nah, nah and uh, that's uh, love. Uh, hey, I didn't see the, a little score here that, and there. Hey, Not that, a three pointer, but you know. No, nah, I appreciate that. That's love. <laughs> but I want to say something to the, all the kids out there. Like I, this is what I talk about when I'm saying like you got to chase the dream for real. You gotta, you gotta have self reflection. You gotta know who you are for real. You mm-hmm. gotta know what you're looking for and what you're trying to aspire to. I never knew that basketball would take me where it took me, but it took me there. But I had to lock in and focus for it. And I had to ask myself, is this something I really see myself doing? Right. And and I had to fall in love with the process. Mm-hmm. There was times where, like, like I said, I told myself I didn't want to be in the streets. I told myself that I wanted a better life for myself. That I didn't want to become a statistic. Right. Um. But when I was in the gym, like there was times, like I'll be honest, I'm 16 years old. I'm like, you know. I, and I, I find walking in the gym, I was so garbage. And I'm being honest, though, y'all. I'm so garbage. I, you know, I'm 16. I ain't never played basketball before. You got to realize. Yeah. So anybody out okay. there, just think about that. I ain't never, I ain't never picked up a basketball. Like, I ain't never did nothing. I ain't never shot hoops. Nothing. Right? I didn't even mm-hmm. call it basketball. I should call it shooting hoops back back then. Um, so they wouldn't even let me on the court. So I used to just sit there on every day. On the bench. Mm-hmm. So after school, I get out of school. I just go to the community center and just sit there. And yeah. just sit there for, like, hours and watch them play. And then when they leave, it'd be like seven o'clock when folks leave the community, like the you know community center. Yeah. 
Um, and I just, I stayed there for like, ten, like the last two hours and I just practiced on my game. Yeah. Um, spent a lot of time, but that's how I started spending a lot of time alone, realizing what I really want out of life though, because I didn't really have nobody for real. Yeah. Um, I was really like a loner for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but it ain't no sad story like a loner. It was more so like, I, I felt like really early on, I realized that people wasn't on what I was on. Like I give you an example, like granted basketball, I wasn't on a high school team. I didn't play middle school. I didn't play peewee. I didn't play like, you know, I didn't yeah. I didn't do none of that. So when I was working on my game, like folks thought I was crazy for real cuz I'm I'm almost I'm almost 18. I'm almost grown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm almost grown and I ain't never played for real, but I'm trying to take this serious, trying to join the team, all that. You know, um but I but I knew look, look, they didn't take me serious at all. They laughed. And that's yeah. okay though. Yeah. But I knew. Like I I don't want to explain it to you. It's like an inner feeling that you got to know. Yeah. It's a self-belief in yourself that like okay, if I put my mind to this, I'm going to make this happen. Regardless um, of what anybody has to say, right, regardless right. of your circumstances, your regardless, past, regardless. You, if you know, um, you know. If you know, you know. Um and that's um when I was doing I used to record myself, but this is back when it's how I sound old. This is back when Vine had Vine had just started. I remember, yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is back when Vine had just started. For those who don't know what Vine is, it was like the old social media platform. Yeah, it's like TikTok, but like mm-hmm, six older. second videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when Vine was going, I actually made a Vine account, and was all I would do was upload like my practice videos. Yeah. When I did that, eventually, like, they caught on, and I actually, like, getting, like, a little following on Vine. That's how the social media started. That's how I started for real. It wasn't just so I can uh, I can get famous off doing funny stuff. I wasn't doing anything funny. I was yeah. just posting my, my basketball clips. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I ended up building a following because people, like, see me chasing the dream. And that's kind of, I was like, man, like, I guess there's other people out here that relate to what I got going mm-hmm. on for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then Vine died, and then I had, um, I got it. I'm in the middle of my senior se- my, my senior uh, year. Tried out for the Bible team. I didn't make it, mm-hmm. uh, but I kept practicing. I uh, stayed out of trouble. I knew that um, I was going through some hard times in my household, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, things kind of went left for me, and uh, I ended up uh, being homeless type. So, really? Yeah, yeah. And I hope I'm not I'm not skipping the process or I'm not skipping the story for real. Um, it's just so much to talk about, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and it's so real to me. I can see it, but, you know, I'm trying to explain it to somebody who's never seen it before. Right. Somebody who's never lived it before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we if we pause that story real quick, and I don't mean to jump around, we can we we can do what we do. But um, the the problems, like I felt like everything's a storyline, right? Yeah. So the transformation of my life and me becoming a better person is a storyline. Um, me playing basketball and where I ended up with basketball is a storyline. Mm-hmm. The lifestyle of of the struggle and making it is a storyline. So if we take if we take the lifestyle and the struggle and we we talk about that real quick and just kind of how I got to like when I'm 17, mm-hmm. when I was you know when I was younger, I'm, I'm from the system for real. So for those who don't know what the system is, it's foster care. Um, I kind of knew my mom like my my mom, I call her my mom, but like my mom. You know, I got three older sisters, two of us. Uh, there's three There's three of us that are adopted out of four of us. There's three. I got three older sisters than me, so that makes four. And three of us, you know what I'm saying, are adopted for real. Um, we didn't, I didn't find out until I was like, probably like, I didn't really pay attention until I was 13. But my mom was like, she was very like meticulous about stuff. Like mm-hmm. she'd be like, it'd be like my ninth birthday and she'd be like, yeah, you only got like, I don't know, like seven more years till you 18 and things going to change. Like she 10, just kept saying that. Yeah, like, so every birthday, every why. so look, every birthday, y'all, it's like 8, 9, 10, 11, she'd just kind of down. So, like, if I was 11, she'd be like 7. If, she, if, it was, if I was 12, yeah. she'd be like, you know what I'm saying, like, until I get to 18. And she always doing, I never understood what she was really saying. She said, things gonna change. I really gotta tell y'all something. I really gotta yeah. tell y'all the, the story. My sister, my middle sister, though, mm-hmm. she was never going for it for it. She just kind of like, she was like, I'm going to find out. I feel like something's off. And she ended up finding out. And and But I, I was like 16 when she was like 18 when yeah. she found out. And she waited. My mom waited till everybody was 18. But I never got my story because I was gone at 18. But this goes back into what I was saying. Mm-hmm. So I find out I'm really in the system for real. Um, and I don't really know, I don't know my parents. To this day, I don't really know... Um, I don't, I don't know nothing. It's hard for your foster mom because she she didn't want to tell you, but it's like there's something that she knew that you needed to know. Yeah, and 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 I I feel that I think she I felt like she always was going to tell us, but I just felt like. Um, you think she should have waited to tell you that you were? No, nah, I think system? I think honestly, I think the better the earlier you tell a kid, the better because I feel mm. like they they don't live in a false reality, and and okay. and I feel like their mind is still. 
uh, able to develop and mold. And I think that if you tell somebody when they're already setting their ways, though, mm-hmm. they, they might look at you a little differently because you done waited so long and they didn't, they didn't thought this for so long, yeah. though. This is what they know. But if you tell a kid, like, I, and I'm granted, I'm not I'm not here to tell, you know, parents or anybody what they need to be doing, you feel me? That's that's the, But that would have worked best for you, for you to know that you were in foster care before you got to the age where you found out. Not, not even for real. I'm going to say something that I feel like most people uh-huh. don't say. Are we allowed to cuss on her? Yeah. I, I just want to I want to ask that. I don't want to disrespect nobody's platform. I just, I feel like I really don't give a fuck for real. Yeah. I really don't care for real. Like, I don't I don't know them folks for real. I don't know those people for real. Um, I felt like, you know, from my, the only thing I know about my story is they found me in a trash can. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and if it was that dire, you know what I'm saying? I feel like you don't need to know me for real. You know? I mean, yeah. that's just my, that's just me though. Um, the only thing that I ever thought, and not just me being honest, the only thing that I ever thought when it comes to look for my real parents is, do they look like me? That's it. But yeah. I feel like that's, I feel like that's generalistic. And I feel like most people, if they was in that situation, would feel that way. Yeah. Um, but I, and I feel like a lot of do, a lot of people do have like a deeper connection or want to know why and all this other stuff. I, in this life, especially in my life mm-hmm. and all the stuff that I haven't been, I haven't been through, I, I stopped asking why. Yeah. I stopped asking why. You know what I'm saying? You, you had your reasons. You feel me? And I, and I got my reasons why I don't, you know, why I don't come, I don't go looking for you. Um. But yeah, my story is they found me in like a, a, a trash can or whatever, um, took me to the, the system, and then my, my mom, you know what I'm saying, she ended up mm-hmm. you know, adopting us all or whatever. Um, and I appreciate her for that, that greatly, but like I, I do feel like um, my mother, she's, a, she's a her own she's her own character, though. And um, I think that um, we didn't always see eye to eye. Um, is she in Chicago? Yeah, or? my whole family's in Chicago. The only okay. person that the only person that stay out here is me. But really? What, yeah, That's facts. what's up. I'm I'm the only one out here too. Yeah, yeah. So like, but it's one of those things where like, not to jump around, y'all. But it's like, when it was time to go, like, I bet on myself. Like I didn't. Yeah. I, it was like that movie. Like you ever seen that movie where that kid like. He he not gonna get told no. He not gonna he not gonna stop believing. And if he's willing to put his life on the line for what he believe in, um, I thought you know I got to a point where you know. I wanted to fly. I'll give an example. I wanted to. I wanted to hoop for real. I wanted to join the yeah. Babel team. My mom was like, "You need to focus on grades." Like any parent, respectful, respectful, yeah. right? Get my grades up. Now it's time to go play basketball. She, nah, 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 nah. I felt like sometimes I felt like me and my mom have a disagreement on like the way I kind of like came up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I felt like she took a little bit of like my life from me. I don't. I don't feel like I really had a childhood for real, which is why I feel like um, I'm so authentic, so real now. Yeah. Like, and I don't have like a. You don't have uh, anything holding you back telling you you can't do something. Right, because you, I, I yeah. felt like I spent years of my life, like... Being in this box that she wanted you man, to do look, say. Look, if we going to talk, let's talk for real, okay? <laughs> I'm going to tell, tell people what, they, what they, they probably ain't never heard for real. When I was coming up, there was, no, there was no going outside for real. Like, there was no, there was no, hey, your, 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 your neighbors or your, your friends come, they knock on your door. Remember, like, they yeah. used to knock on your door, say, can he come outside or yeah. can she come outside? Nah. My mom was so, was so funny about it. Like, folks knock on my door. Like, niggas knock on my door. She, she be standing behind the door. And, like, so I open the door and um, they be like, yo, hey, but yeah, you come outside. And I be like, I, and I can see, I can clearly see my mother. Be, and, and it was that intimidation factor of, like, nah, you're not going nowhere. So I be like, nah, I can't come out. I spent years of my life like that. I spent, we didn't have, I didn't have a cell phone until I, I turned, I turned 17 and I bought my own cell phone. Yeah. So like, I didn't, I didn't live on, I had no, I had no way to connect to the outside world when I leave school. What I used to do was, is, is, you know, um, you know, if I could watch TV, I watch TV. If I couldn't watch TV for real, I didn't have my own TV. So I just, I just stay in my room. That's where like the, the thought process of like who I want to be. That's why yeah. I found out so early who I was because all I had was time. I used to, my mom, like her rules was like this. But the kids that don't know, they got all this freedom. You couldn't put posters up. It, I lived in a room where it was nothing but white walls, a bed, you know what I'm saying, in the picture. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't, she didn't want anybody to show any type of uh, individuality, mm-hmm. any type of personality. Uh, I never really got to express myself. And I felt like I spent, and, and anybody my, anybody from the city, you know what I'm saying, y'all know what I'm talking about for real. I can guarantee you that we, call, we called anybody that I knew or grew up with that could never tell you that, you know what I'm saying, they got experiences of me like during the summertime, like me as a kid, like at yeah. all. Like I don't have no, I don't, I couldn't sit there and tell you a story of me going, um, like getting on the bikes with my guys and, and saying we we did something or, um, me me going to play basketball with the guys. Nah, like yeah. if it wasn't going to like if it wasn't, and I didn't go start going to community. Remember, I'm 16. Right. I don't start hooping until I'm 16. So from zero, so when the time I get adopted to the time I'm 16, when I get off from school, I'm I just I go to my room and I just write. Yeah. I just look at the, like I write and I look out the window and it sounds crazy to most people. Yeah. Um, it was crazy to me, but I because I used to always think like man like this ain't right. Like I, you know, I felt like I, 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 
my social skills were off a little bit. Yeah. For real. I think, do you think she was maybe afraid that she was going to figure out that you was adopted? I, You know, I say this, I, and I said this early on the podcast, is like, you know, with me, get, me always, I was a smart kid that used to get in trouble. That's what they, that was my, my thing, mm-hmm. right? I was, I was always intellectually up here, but I used to always find myself in predicaments, right? Right, yeah. And I think that she was so scared that she would lose me to the streets mm-hmm. that she didn't let me go into the streets at all. And I think, and I, I'm not, as I got older, I'm not mad that that happened, but I'm saying that there was a different way we could have did that. Yeah. Um. And and I felt like it took away from a lot of my 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 childhood and 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 my passion because I always felt like, what if I would have played when I was coming like when I was like five or six? Yeah. What if I would have um had those experiences? Maybe maybe I wouldn't be so rough now. Maybe I wouldn't yeah. be so so determined or hard now because I live a real life. And then you said in Chicago it was a lot of like violence yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And thinking, yeah. I'm thinking as a black mother with a black son, I know like you said she could have handled it different, which she yeah. should have. But I, I'm thinking she was looking at it like, okay, I don't want to introduce him to anything that could like alter his mindset in a negative way, like the posters and yeah. all that stuff. But she could have done it a different way. I think if anything, you deserve just a normal childhood. And I want to say this, man: we don't we don't get on podcasts, we don't get to talking, we don't just. I'm not I'm not here to the the spread negativity about you know what I'm saying right. the way I was raised. Yeah, this is I'm your just, story. I'm just telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? I, and and people can choose to believe it or don't gotta believe it. But I'm just telling my truth. And I and 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 we when we when I fast forward, like you know, it it just. When I was like 13, it got to the point where I was just like, I just told her, like, you could send me back to the system for real. Um, I was at a point because I had so much self-belief that no matter what happened, no matter um, what disagreements we might have for what she wanted for my life. she, My mother wanted me to be a pastor for real. Truth be told. Hey, y'all. She wanted me to be a really? pastor. Yeah, yeah. Truth be told. She wanted me to be a pastor for real. And, and I want to say this to the kids out there. There's nothing wrong with that. There ain't nothing wrong with, you know, with... But that uh, wasn't your passion. That wasn't who I was, but she was trying to make me somebody, something that I wasn't. I feel like that happens a lot with parents, though, for mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. It um, and, and so at 13, I tell, we had, like, I ended up running away. Kids, don't run away. But I'm saying, though, I ended up uh, dipping one time. Like, you know, um, I used to get, like, uh, I used to get beat for real. You know, and I'm not here to have that conversation, but I'm just saying... You know, and I it was a day I just wasn't feeling it. You know, and I was my mom. I was I was. You gotta understand, I'm small for real. So it's not like even though I'm a boy, even though I'm a man now. Um, when I was younger, like mm-hmm. my mom's like five ten, and I was like five five two. You five, were three. smaller, yeah. You know, I you know it was I was scared for real sometimes, and uh, and I always used to feel like I shouldn't feel scared. Um, but I I dipped one time, and you know they called the, the peoples whatever, and uh I just told I told the people I was like nah like they asked you like oh so what do you want to do like they, they try to scare you and be like oh so you want to go you know you really just you know they t- they they think of you as like kid you don't know what you want you don't know mm-hmm. what you so that was like so we meet up they finally find me I had slept outside for three days this is important because that's when I first realized I that that my my will to survive my will to want to make it. Um, this is 13. So I slept behind like a church in some pine cone trees mm-hmm. in like February. And I remember waking up and it was like, and like I was, I woke up because I was shivering and I had icicles attached to my, my, my nostrils and my hair. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm out here for real. Yeah. And, and, but I, when I realized that I was willing to go through that, that's when I realized that nothing was going to stop me from getting to where I wanted to go. Yeah. Um, and so when that, when I get, when they find, when they pick me, finally pick me up, the cops or the, the people, they, they finally pick me up. They take me back. We had a little conversation. Um, I just told him I was like, nah, like y'all can take me back to the system. They 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 didn't listen. They said, nah, he don't know what he want for real. They put me back with my mother. Shot it to her, and um, you know, years go by and it keeps getting worse and worse. Um, and I ended up, um, I ended up, I ended up like seventeen. I know I, I couldn't take it no more. Like I, like hey y'all, like if you ever in a situation, man, like you ever in a situation where you just feel like you're not being treated correctly, it's okay to man to speak up. It's mm-hmm. okay to. To uh, say enough's enough. It's okay to be like nah, nah, um, you know. And I'm not. And I and I. The part. The problem is, is that you start. You start thinking to yourself like nah. I gotta go through it. Like I'm. A, I'm a man. Like I'm. A, I'm a dude. I ain't no, like fuck this for real. Yeah, like I could do can this. Go. You can do. I could do this for real. But I mean, I, it was time. Like I remember what really broke my heart. What really broke me. Like inside was when I remember one time I went to school, and uh, I had got a. I had, I did something, and it's probably my fault what I did. I ain't gonna lie, but it wasn't nothing crazy. I knew that for sure. Um, and I, she called me downstairs, and I ended up getting beat with an iron for real. And um, the iron was hot. She was iron, so when I got beat with the iron, and I had the, I had the print on my back. And um, I remember, I remember when I went to school, I had bent over to grab something, and the nigga mm-hmm. seen the, uh, the he seen, he it. seen the, the iron yeah. print on my back, and he, and he's like, he, and it became like a joke to everybody. Mm. 
but it broke my heart for real. Yeah. I was really going through it. I was really, I was really heartbroken. I really, I really was crying for help for real. Yeah. You know? Um, and, um, but I want to say this to my mother, like, like I, you, you were raised like how she was raised and how in in the in the generation I was raised in obviously it's a little different mm-hmm. and I I can see it in the like the t- the people that are younger than me yeah it's different now right um so I I just felt like you know I, like I said to you earlier a lot of things could have been handled differently mm-hmm. you know um but we fast forward you know seventeen I'm I I just walk I walk my vine is blowing up I'm 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 getting better at basketball um I um I'm living I I said man forget this if I can if I can survive three days. Oh, I, yeah. I I can survive, yeah. so I start I start I'm still going to school. People don't I, I, people don't even know this for real. I'm going to school. I'm still like I'm senior in high school. I'm homeless though for real. Um, but I started to notice that like I said these day I had these quotes that they're called real, authentic, and true. Right? These are my life model my life model things that I live by: being real, being authentic, and being true. Um, this comes from because. You know, I knew that I was leaving. Like, I knew that I couldn't stay in Chicago. I knew that I would have probably got caught up in the streets uh, and, and become yeah. a statistic, right? I'm homeless. I'm, I'm, I'm working at Wendy's. I'm going to school, smelling like burgers and fries for real. Um, you know, I, I like I told you earlier, I didn't like the perception of how people viewed me. I wasn't really messing with it for real. You know, I, I didn't feel like I, I was, I was, I was kind of like more uh, timid. Yeah. I didn't really fight for my respect for real. Um, and I just felt like, man, like if I want to really live my life, I gotta, you know, if I'm, if I'm homeless living a real life or I'm 17, I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping next to bums for real. Um, like sleeping like the, and that's what they don't tell you. They don't tell you the, the nit and gritty. Like I was out there like sleeping in like little playgrounds and stuff. And, and you, when you get out there, you start seeing everything. I'm 17. Yeah. I'm seeing, um, just, you know, I'm seeing them snort on right, right next to me. You know, you wake up sometimes they, they, you wake, you wake, you clutch your bag or whatever you got your book bag. I'm still going to school. So I'm, I'm cl- I got a book bag with me yeah. all the time. So I'm sleeping. I sleep on my book bag. You know, sometimes you wake up and, and, and some of the stuff you see, like, it's traumatizing for real. You know, you see people shoot up right next to you. And, yeah. and you realize you realize how quickly that could become you. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you lose faith and you lose hope. You know what I mean? Um, so. So I knew you had the mindset, like, I got to do better. I got to do like, better. I got to get up out of here. Yeah. I can't stay here. I can't yeah. stay here for real. I said, if I'm already homeless, why, 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 am, I still, why am I still here? Yeah. When my dream's out there. Yeah. Um, um, so with that being said, I ended up, uh, yeah, that's, I said, I'm going to graduate and I'm going to go away. I'm going to try to go to college. If I can't go to college, I'm still going to leave, though, regardless. So I applied to, like, 40 different schools, like, for all the kids. Anything is possible, for real, for real. Anything is possible if you want to put your mind to it. Um, I applied to, like, 40 different schools, probably got, like, 12 acceptance letters. I wasn't, I was smart, y'all, for real. But I was, like, you know what I'm saying, I had, like, you know, circumstances. So, like, when, when, you know, when school's picking you out, for real, like, I I wasn't always getting those looks, for real. But I'm going to tell you something. I didn't take that as a, I didn't take no for an answer. Like, I didn't care if, like, I got, if, if I got an acceptance letter and that joint say, nah, I didn't, nah, we can't take you, my guy. Yeah. Like, I would just go and apply to the next school. Somebody yeah. gonna take, look, somebody, somebody. gonna, somebody, somebody gonna, gonna take you. Somebody gonna see your value in whatever you do. So, if that means you have to apply for 50 schools, 60, 70, 80, 100, somebody's gonna see your value. Yeah. So, so I ended up, um, when I graduate, I walk across the stage or whatever. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm kind of fucked up for real because I'm like, damn, like, I graduated, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I ain't close to my family no more because I'm like I'm out here by myself for real. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? They they came and the crazy thing they came to my graduation, but it was like, you gotta understand. Yeah. Like, I don't, can I can we can we go to real quick? We like, can. Let's let's go let's, there. let's understand. I want to I want to paint a picture real quick, a real picture. When I graduated, right? When I walked across stage, that's one of your mo- as a as a kid, that's one of your biggest moments, your biggest right. accomplishments in life, right? When I graduated, like they came. And I told them they, because I just felt weird. Like, yeah, I'm I'm homeless for real. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Like my like I'm I'm growing up for real. And and my mom used to pass me. Like I used to walk to school. She just passed me. Like I was a regular street nigga for real. And she could have just took you to school. Yeah, but she I guess she was trying to prove a point or whatever. Yeah, that I couldn't make it. So when I graduate, they come, they see me walk across stage, and and think about that moment after when the graduation over. Like, what what conversation are we having for real? Congratulations! It's it it's, it's, it's like a congratulation, but it's a backhand joint because it's like, like shorty, like you see me out here, I'm I'm fucked up out here. Yeah. But and you let me be fucked up, and I graduated, and we supposed to be excited, excited for what? Like yeah. I, I graduated, but I don't feel like I made it at all. Yeah. For real, like you know I'm saying, yeah, I was trapped, I was trapped in the crib. But when I got out, I'm, now I'm fucked up by, outside. And you looking, and you supposed to be, you supposed to be person to take care of me. You looking right. at me in my face, I, that shit hurt me for real. So. I graduated and I said, man, fuck this. I said, fuck this. I said, I, man, I said the only thing, the only thing I had left was like was my pride and my dream. Like, yeah. 
I, I took the first acceptance letter that I had, which is uh, MTSU. Woo-woo. And, um, and the only reason I went there is because, like, when I was, I'm outside. So I'm outside for, I'm working at Wendy's, right? I'm 17. Yeah. I find, what year did you go? Uh, 20, 20, 2015, 16. Okay. Because I was yeah. trying to see, were you, were you there when I was there? I, I stayed. I was, I was there. there. I was there probably from 2015, 2017. Then I stopped because I started working for real. But I was always okay. around, though. But you probably hey, was. You probably, probably came later. Well, no, I I came 2014 and I left 2017. So you might have seen me, but you might you yeah, might have probably seen you might have seen me, but maybe maybe were you in the um I was in the common building for real, but I was I was I was everywhere for real. Like I was if you it's funny if you go to the school now you see me in the uh, the recreation building like okay. I'm in the pictures for real. I was just about to say, did you play basketball in the recreation? Center? Yeah, and no, I played basketball. Did Man, the practice I team wonder, all that? I wonder, have we seen each other? Like, you know how you meet somebody in passing and yeah. you really don't? I, I'm pretty sure we probably yeah. saw each other, like, for real. Yeah, so I, I say that to say, um, I they, they look, so MT sends me an acceptance letter. It's all it is. Uh-huh. Right? Now you got to get this paperwork in. You got to do your financial mm-hmm. aid, all that. The FAFSA. For those that don't know FAFSA, that's how you get financial aid for those who can't really just pay for school out of pocket, yeah. right? So so I'm homeless. I ain't got no communication with my, my, my mom. She basically tell a nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? You on your own. Don't ask me for nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Take care of yourself type shit, right? So because I'm taking care of myself, she's like, I'm not helping you. You need parental information in order to get faster for those who don't know. So she was like, basically, fuck that. Like, you yeah. you got it, me. You want to be grown, be grown. Because you're basically the first generation to go to college. All right. No, 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 no. Check this out. This this what makes this shit more funny. My I got, I'm the youngest. My my All my sisters are older than me. All them niggas went to college and had an opportunity. All them niggas, and I, I ain't saying it. I ain't saying it to be like just them niggas, but it's like, shot, yeah. like I'm saying it to be like. You should have had a little bit more help. I I just felt like I felt like she left me out there to dry for real, and I just felt like it just showed me more and more like nah, like I gotta believe in me, even yeah. if even when even when nobody believes, I believe. You feel me? Even when nobody gives a fuck, I give a fuck. You know yeah. what I mean? Even when I felt like you know what I'm saying people didn't you know what I'm saying they they didn't care about my life for real, I cared. That's I cared enough matters. to get the fuck on type shit. I yeah. cared enough to get myself out of the environment for real. That's why I said I kind of, I realized early that I knew. Nah, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I knew that I, I really cared for real about where I wanted to be in life. So, MT was the only school that really called me and was like, hey, bro, you ain't turning your shit for real. Like, what you mm-hmm. doing, bro? You want to come here or not? Like, yeah. And, like, no school was doing that. No school calling no, no 17-year-old kid talking about some, hey, gang, you ain't turning your paper for real. Hey, gang, you ain't turning this slip for real. Hey, gang, you ain't yeah. do your financial aid on time. Hey, gang, we gonna go ahead and give you an, an, uh, what a, what an extension. Mm-hmm. Nah, they was they was tapping. They they was calling me, talking to me as if they was my parents for real. Yeah, and I and I felt that, and I felt like um, if I go out there, like fuck it, okay, cool. I went out there, y'all, and I don't advise this. I went out, there, I so I, I bought me a plane ticket. All I had was an acceptance letter, no financial aid, nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. It's for those who don't know who never been to college. That don't mean you in school for real. Just because you got an acceptance letter. Because you got to do the paperwork. You got to do the paperwork, right? You got to get the money straight. If you ain't got the money, it don't matter. It don't matter if they, they say you can come here. If you can't pay to be here, you got to go, yeah. fam. Tight shit. Um, so so when I came, dollar in a dream. I, you ever heard like the, the saying a dollar in a dream? Mm-hmm. I had a dollar in a dream. So when I came out, look, this is real, this real, this real talk, y'all. When I came out there, I get off the plane. I don't know nobody. Don't know nothing. Don't know the city I'm in for real, right? I get off the thing. The first thing I think of is I have no place to go. Let's mm-hmm. go to the school. So I get an Uber to, uh, I get a like, no, I don't get an Uber. I take a bus uh, to this little Green Rover bus to the, the school. Yeah. I go to financial aid and I start doing that and start trying to do that. But they ran into problems because I didn't have no uh, parental information. Right. So I was paying cash. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting to school by paying cash, but I was working three jobs, working at Wendy's and some, uh, some factory joints. Eventually, I couldn't pay that shit. They kicked me out of school. I started working. That's kind of how that story go. Mm-hmm. But what I want to say to what I want to say, what I want to say on here is, is that in the process of me going to get into school, like y'all, I'm I'm living the dream for it. I'm chasing the dream for it. I'm, I even though I'm working at I'm working at Wendy's, and people don't realize y'all. Like I thought I was doing something. I thought I was big then, cause I was like, hey, I got my boss to transfer me down from yeah. where I was in Chicago <laughs> to transfer me here. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm doing job That's relocation. Good. I'm like, I'm thinking I'm big time. <laughs> I'm working at fast food for real, y'all. 825 for real. Yeah. Um, is that me? Is that? Is it? I don't mean to throw no. I don't mean to throw nobody off for real. My bad. My bad. My bad. Um. But what I was gonna say is, is that, um, is that when I came down for real, um, I slept at the homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. So when I got there, I had no place to stay. Yeah. So I slept at the homeless shelter with like grown folks, and I'm. You gotta understand, y'all. I'm still 17. I didn't turn 18 until August 29th. 
August 29th. So so okay. school had been started. So like, let's say because school start like eight the like fall August semester. So, yeah. yeah. So school start. Let's start. Let's, let's think about when school starts. School start normally like the twenty second, twenty third, right? So I I was still seventeen like when I got out here. So I'm sleeping at the homeless shelter and and it was like a rude awakening. Like shit, a lot of shit happened for real. Like yeah. like I'm sleeping in the homeless shelter. There's times like I I go to school. Damn, I get off. I get out of school. You know, I go to work. I get out. Like I get off, and you got. I'm trying to make it to the homeless shelter by five. Yeah. They ain't got enough. They ain't got enough cots. I'm just out there for real. Yeah. You feel me? So I, I you know, I, I'm sleeping on pavement. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I look, I'm walking just like the homeless niggas walk. Like I'm, I'm walking just like the bums, the junkies. I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm living just like they living, right? Um, I'm, I'm spending all my check to stay in school. I ain't even got enough money to like wipe my ass for or right, or even right. afford food. Yeah. So I used to, truth be told, I used to like man, like when I when I couldn't stay at the homeless shelter. And I, and another thing is is that when I stay at the homeless shelter, they don't tell y'all, man. Y'all think that this it just, they just go there. This is a nice place to stay. They sleep on a cot. They give you food. Nah, gang. Let me tell you something. When you go to a homeless shelter for real, it's a bunch of randoms. It could be in everybody from all all walks of life. You could be in there with people that used to be doctors. You could be in there with people that are junkies. You could be with people that got emotional stress. You could be with people with, you know what I'm saying, who got who dealing with other issues, right? Mm-hmm. Just like I was dealing with my own issues, right? There was a I mean, there was a time where like I was like, I think I just turned 18. I had been there, I've been doing this routine, sleeping at the homeless shelter, going to school, that type of shit for like three months. Yeah. Right? I remember uh I was sleep on this little I got in, sleep on this little cot. And I got my I got my bag and I got a plastic bag underneath my cot, which is all has all my stuff in it, y'all. Mm-hmm. Everything I own, everything that I know, right? I wake up like three o'clock in the morning. I can see it, like I see a nigga standing over me, tight shit, trying to take my book bag. You know, and and I'm gonna say something. Like I was 18, like I didn't know for real. Yeah. You got. I was just in high school. Like I I didn't know. Like he's grown. This grown ass man for real. That like, can really do that. Or he was to do so that. so he, he so so true be told like. He tried to take my butt bag and like he put his uh he put his hand over my mouth tried tried to like mutant like I it was one of those situations yeah and that was the first time in my life where I felt like damn like I'm really by myself for it like I really I really got to learn how to be be me for it I really got to learn how to survive out here for it yeah um and 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 I, I had to fight for my life there's there's numerous cases I can tell you about like when I couldn't get in the homeless I turned like 19 uh, I got used to sleeping on the street for real. Um, and I, and the reason people the people gonna sit there and get in the comments gonna be like, oh Miguel, how come you didn't just get you like an apartment? You gotta understand, y'all. Like when seventeen, eighteen, like I didn't know how to do nothing. I didn't, I didn't yeah. have, I didn't even have credit for real. Yeah, I, was I didn't just have about credit. To say they're gonna look at all of it. I didn't have a credit. I didn't have. Um, I didn't know how to get a bill of my name. I didn't even know how to get a cell phone because I was, I was still doing like prepaids. Yeah. I was doing prepaids, so I, I didn't know anything. I was off Wi Fi for real. If we being honest though, y'all. Yeah. Um. So, so, you know, I, you know, my situation was a little different. I wasn't making enough to even afford anything at the time. So, um, when I couldn't afford it, I just sleep outside cause I didn't have no friends. No, I, you know, I had friends, but not like, you know, yeah. I could sleep. They sleep in the dorms. Yeah. Can't just sleep in their dorm for real. Right. So, um, no, nah, but I had situations. I remember one time I'm sleeping outside. I had got used to sleeping outside, you know, summertime for real. I'm like, probably gotta be at 18. I'm sleeping behind like the, uh, this like Walmart, right? It's, it cut off the wind. I kind of sleep back there. You know what I'm saying? Nobody mm-hmm. bother you type shit. I had to get, I got used to sleeping on pavement, which is crazy, um, and for those it's really uncomfortable and it's really cold. Um, that, you know, and, and I guess people won't know that because the people don't do that shit for real, right? right. And um, I remember one time, it's like, but it's an alleyway. It, there's a there's a Walmart, there's an alleyway, and it connects to like you know other buildings or whatever. But it's like you know it's a dark little alleyway, but nobody come back there for real. Yeah. So I'm sleep, I'm sleep, and uh, I just remember like crazy one of the crazy stories of my life, like. Like I had a dude, like a, he was like a junkie for real, like a junkie. Um, trying, he first he tried to take my stuff, then he tried to take me. And when and and the thing about this, I tell the truth. I'm gonna tell the truth every time. The thing about it is, is what really fucked me up was like, it's like I never thought. Like I'm being honest, I'm a regular dude. I felt like I was a regular dude. Like yeah. we, we, most people feel like they're regular individuals. I never, you never think that it could happen to you, but it happened to me. Like I never thought that it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like I, it, I got tried for real, and you gotta understand, I'm like one thirty five, one no, I'm not even yeah. one thirty, I'm not even one thirty now. I'm like probably like one one oh five, five six, five seven. Yeah. And and he he was dragging me by my foot deeper into this this alleyway, about to do that for real. If he, I'm not gonna give y'all, I'm not gonna say it, but y'all know put context clues together. Yeah. Um, and I remember real talk, like, I just remember like I, I really thought I was gonna die for real, like. And this, I'm trying to make this, I'm trying to make people understand me for real. Like, 
you, I got this man. It's like a lifetime movie. Like I got yeah. bro, dra- like dragging me by my foot deeper into this alleyway where nobody is. You know what I'm saying? I'm 18 years old. I ain't got no family. Nobody. Even if I'm fucked up, I got nobody to call. Right? Um, I thought it was over. And I was like, bro, like, this shit really happened to me. This this some shit that happened in the movies. Yeah. Nah, nah. And and I had to ask myself, like, you either want to... I, I, I tell this to my friends all the time, like... And they it goes over their head. I know it do. There comes a point in your life where you have to choose. Do you either want to live or do you want to die for real? Yeah. And that goes in all aspects. When you homeless for real, and it get cold for real, you have to choose. When you when you living on when you sleeping on the pavement outside, do you want to live or die for real? Because you can like you know what I'm saying like when I was broke for real, this I went like eleven days without eating before. And and when you and and I felt death before when I was getting dragged in the the yeah. alleyway, I felt like I was gonna die for real. And I had to ask like, gee, I could I, on some real, um, uh, on some dumb shit, I could I can I could have just ah ah right yeah, but I wanted to live for real. And I, I knew that I, just just me just me, me making out of there it wasn't just good enough to live. I like I, nah, this not gonna happen for real. And I just remember I I got bit this. Month. I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. I bit this month. I hell nah, I wasn't gonna go for this. Yeah. I bit bro um, on some you know trying to and doing anything I could. Like you know he I, I took off. I left my I left my 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 book bag. I left my my plastic bag that had my identification cards, social security cards. Uh, uh, I had pictures of me as a child. You know, you gotta understand. I'm carrying yeah. my, my my life with me. Just let say fuck it. Everything. This is all I got left. This got all I got left. With the life that I lived in Chicago, right? Right. I had to, I just said fuck it. Took off. Left every day. Left, and that didn't look that bad. Was smart. And uh, when I when I you know this if we could talk about this, it'd be really nice. Like when I got when I got out of the situation and I'm on the street for it, like I'm still outside though, still homeless. Don't, don't let, don't let, don't let them fool you. Like the, the you know, the story normally go like, oh, he, he make it and there's a happy yeah. ending. They ain't no, nah, It's nah. a process. It's a process, but this is the real, this is the reality though. Yeah. Let's talk about the reality. The reality is, is that yeah, the situation happened. Yeah, I could have went to the cops, right? But I'm, I'm, they don't change the fact that I still got to go back out here and sleep outside tomorrow. Right. So when I when I got out of the situation, this is like thirty minutes after I'm walking, I got I got nothing to my name no more. Yeah. Um. I feel lost for real, and I also feel like my I I, I said this to my friends. I used to, I cried a lot. I cried a lot of real tears that fell on deaf ears. Yeah, cause nobody knew but you. Nobody knew, and even and and my mom ain't, since I'm I've been out here months. I I ain't got one phone call from my mother. I ain't got one phone call from my sister. I ain't got one phone call from nobody. Not even my not even my best friend that was supposed to come with me, but the day I'm the day we get the ticket to go to to, to go to Tennessee, mm-hmm. I can't go, gang. So so when I when I get out here, you know, I was really I was really by myself for real. It wasn't nobody to call. So when I'm yeah. fucked up out here, when I'm you know, I'm you know, I'm I am i am I'm traumatized for real. Of what just happened. That's life though. It is. You gotta you gotta keep going. I had to say fuck that shit. Nobody cares for real. Nobody gives a fuck for real. In this life, you gotta pick and choose what you're willing to do and what you're willing not to do. Mm-hmm. If you want to live, you're gonna live. If you want if you're gonna die, you'll die. You you will buy the weeds. Um and and I had to wipe them tears and, and, and get the fuck on and get on with life. And 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 granted that that might have made me flawed in some ways, which I can accept. It just is just the reality of my situation. There's a lot yeah. of times, you know what I'm saying, where I, I asked for help. I wanted help. I pleaded for help. Nobody came. It was just you. It was just me for real. Um, you know, I'm begging to stay in school. Niggas didn't give a, like, I'm, I'm telling them, like, I'm, I'm fucked up out here. Homeless. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, um, I'm losing. I ain't got nothing to my name. I can't even, oh, you, you need a birth certificate. I ain't, gone. Yeah. Come on, let's talk about it. Gone. I want to get, I need to, I need to get a health insurance card. You need a social security card. Where's that at? Gone. You need, you need to get a, uh, well, okay, well, why don't you file for like a, a, a state resident or a resident card or whatever, like a, a state ID. You need you you still need you still need a mail, and you need to get to that location. Right, you well, need to drive to the location. Where am I get? Where am I sending the mail to? Right. Let's talk. Let's be let's be real here. Yeah. Like this, is what they not gonna tell y'all? Like, where am I? Like you, you supposed you need all this shit, but where was I supposed? Where am I gonna send it to? You can't send it to a PO box. Right. Let's get that. They're not going for that. So I'm just I say that to say like in this in this life, man, you got to pick and choose for it. And I just I went through a lot. You know what I'm saying? And um, to get to get to where to get here and to get to this journey, and I think that's what pushed me on my journey to like social media and shit. Yeah. Um, and I, and I started taking off on like uh, I started my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just something to get my mind away from like what was really going on out here. But I lived that. But I I lived an authentic life for real. Yeah. A real life, a true life. 
And and even when I started getting millions of views, this is what people don't know. Even when I started getting the, the views, the millions, right? I'm I'm in I'm staying. I end up I end up getting a college apartment. So life I turned like twenty. You know I you know I ain't gonna, I stopped working at the the Winnie's. I gave me like a decent warehouse job. I can finally give me a place. I'm I'm mm-hmm. old enough. I'm learning, right? Moving on up in the world. Me and my me and my brother staying together. Um, me and my you know what I'm saying he's not my brother, but my brother for real, right? You know what I'm saying? When, how that started is that, you know, I was homeless. I meet bro. We was hooping together at school. He was like, bro, you should come over and, hoop and uh, play the games time. He had just got his first apartment. Mm-hmm. Six months go by, you know what I'm saying? We, we get locked in, bro. Me and him become close, right? So we end up getting our own apartment together. That's how I got that. So when that happens, right, I'm, I'm moving up on the world. I start my YouTube channel. Um, I save all my money up. I buy me a little cheap camera, a little, little cheap little Canon camera. I start doing the YouTube. My my friends at the time, I'm going to tell some truth real quick. My friends at the time was like, this before YouTube was popular. My friends was like, you do YouTube, bro. We can't fuck with you. Damn. They thought it was corny. They thought, you got to understand, y'all. Nobody, how it's cool now? Everybody yeah, do it's nah, cool. nah, 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 nah. They thought they looked at you crazy back then. You you play basketball, bro. You don't. Nah, I said, I said bro, this the way. This the way. This is what everybody on right now. This, bro, I can get my story. I can, tell, I can tell people. I can connect with people. You know what I'm saying? Across the world. Bro, I'm telling you right now, you, you do that shit, bro. I can't fuck with you for real. I chose, I'm telling y'all, bro, in this life, bro, you got to choose. It really, when it really comes down to you got to make decisions, man. I said, fuck, I said, fuck them niggas for real. At the end of the day, it hurt, though. I had nobody. Y'all got to realize. Yeah. Let's let's look at the story here. I had nobody. These are people, these are the only people I know, right? My friends, right? These are people that I really count on that if I, they going to help me. If I yeah. go to jail, they're going to be the one to bomb me out, right? If I, if I go to hospital, they're going to be the one to show up, right? They telling me, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, I want to do YouTube to... Express myself for real. Get the get the message out. Um, show people who I really was. Remember, because I couldn't do that when I was younger. Right. Nah, we can't fuck with you, gang. I said, I, I, it hurt. Once again, it hurt. Fuck me up. I'm like, damn, like, why don't nobody see what I see? That's how I used to feel. Why don't nobody see what I see? They see me living this real life. They, mm. they know I'm out here, right? They know I'm living this real life. And they still not accepting me for me. That, that's, I had to get comfortable. With being uncomfortable, I had to get comfortable with not being liked. I had to get comfortable with being on my own for real, right? Um, and that's how. And I ended up starting my YouTube, and I was, and I just felt I locked in for real because I had once again, I built a group of friends that just washed away. So mm-hmm. now it's just me. So I'm just focusing on my YouTube. YouTube blows up, videos go crazy. I start doing numbers, and it was wild though. Is when I started doing numbers, and I started getting the notoriety, and everybody on the uh, on my campus started to know what the fuck was going on. When I started going to other universities, and they knew who I was, and that's when I, it hit me for real. Damn, you really doing something? And this was at Fisk University. Nah, this is a, this is an MT. MT. I, you know, what I'm saying I'm, you know, I'm I'm lit for real. My, I had a I had a couple of videos do numbers at the the president knew the president of the university knew who I was, mm-hmm. Mr. McPhee or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing my thing for real. Um, and you know, it was, a, it was, I was, I was up, but this is what they don't know. So I'm getting millions of views. I'm fucked up though. Let's talk about it. That's what I want. Yeah. That's the message. That's Regardless the message. Regardless of how that's many th- followers you got. The, I'm getting millions of views and I get, I'm still getting eviction notices on my door. Why Miguel? Because in this, in this life, life ain't fair. You know what I'm saying? It's all about opportunities, but not everybody get the same opportunity. Right, um, and not everybody get as many opportunities as the next person. And when I was in my situation, when I finally got my apartment, right, I'm paying my apartment, but I'm also paying thousands to go to school. Remember that, y'all? And I had no financial aid, so I'm paying cash. So, I, so anybody watching this, y'all look up, y'all look up how much it costs to go to regular D1 university. Y'all look up how much it costs to go to community uh, community college. Thousands. Thousands. And I'm making payments like most people. So I'm, you know, I'm paying a car note. I finally got me a little car. I was walking. I was walking. People, you know, I didn't speak on that, but I was walking miles. You know, and uh, I got me a little Honda Civic with purple windows doing my thing. I'm, I'm living. I think I'm thinking oh, I'm at the top. Windows. Yeah, I'm, I'm living the dream. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, but I, I, get, I get the eviction notice because I, I got behind. They say, you got to go. I'm at the pinnacle of my career, y'all. At the top. Celebrities, I didn't see celebrities coming on my, my videos. I'm like, I'm really doing this shit for real. So proud of my and and the whole goal was is that I, the goal was that I wanted to get the, the the point across that no matter my life situation, no matter my circumstance, that my life was worth it and that I wasn't wrong for betting on myself and chasing my dream. Does that make sense to everybody? Like like that. That's what I want people to know. 
It's not about, it's not truly just about the struggle. It's just about the fact of at the end of the day, my self-belief in, my, in myself, what I felt like I knew, what I felt like I was on, what I felt like I discovered, what I felt like I realized for myself. Regardless that, of your environment. Regardless of my environment, uh, my environment, regardless of the situation, regardless of the people that was around me, regardless of people that didn't believe or believed. I, I believed in myself to the point of like, no matter if I was broke, no matter if I didn't have the food, no matter, if, like I was willing to die for what I believed in. I was willing to die for this dream I have. Yeah. Um, and when I got the views and I was getting the millions, bro, like, it was lit, but I was fucked up still. And I ended up getting sleeping. I, ended, I had a car now, so I'm sleeping in my car. Back out here. Back out here. Sleeping in my car, sleeping at Walmart. I end up, uh, and I have been sleeping in the same, I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to school, I'm working. I'm, that's the thing, though. Just because you're homeless, just because you fucked up, don't mean you're not, you're not trying to do better for yourself. Yeah. So, like, we need to get that, I want to get that out there, too. Like, people be in situations, still be working, though, for real. They be homeless, people still working. They just can't, you know what I'm saying? Based off their circumstance, what they're what they doing, it might be different for them. I'm sleeping at the home, I'm sleeping at the, the Walmart in my car. I guess, I guess some people have been watching my car for days because I, I go to the same spot, mm-hmm. getting a little routine, mm-hmm. right? This is mm-hmm. my normal. I've been homeless before, but I ain't never had a car, so I'm I'm stepping up low key. I right. had a place, but I'm yeah. like, you feel me? So, I uh, I guess they plotted on me. They actually broke in my car while I was in the car, and uh, they pulled a, they pulled a pistol out on me. Like, and I'm like, then I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm like, damn, I just can't catch a break for real. Right. Like I, I said, this shit just can't happen to me. Think about it. I'm saying like, for no, real, for real. Like I'm not. I don't. I I I say I'm a street nigga because I I lived in the streets. I don't, but I don't I don't portray to be gangster. You know, basically, I I don't I do the things based off the life that I've lived. Just but trying I don't, to survive. Trying to survive. I never played gangster though, and my thing is, is the way. So I, you know, I wasn't selling drugs. I wasn't selling dope for real. Like I, I was working a nine to five, going to school. Like right. so, they broke in with the and they put the pistol. It's everything I got. Like they took my laptop, my camera, my sneak. I got all my sneakers in there. All my sneakers, my clothes, my shoes, my wallet. Once again, my soul, all that sh- gone. Right. And as it's going, I want I want y'all to know something. As 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 I'm getting robbed, for real, I had to make a choice. And we talked about this earlier. You got to mm-hmm. choose to want to either live or, or die. And I chose to live, but I also said, like, at what point? Remember, I, I said I spoke of this earlier. Like, I used to lay down. I used to lay down for it. When I said lay down, it's a metaphor for saying, like, I didn't really stick up for myself. Yeah. At what point does that change? At what point do you say, man, nothing? enough? At what point do you say, man, y'all really, like, come on now. Y'all can tell I'm in a fucked up position and y'all still, go, y'all gonna do it to me. Yeah. Nah. Nah. In that moment, like I said, like, a lot of things could've happened. I could've, they could've shot me, they could've, you know what I'm saying, they could've did whatever. Like, and I'm not saying this to portray no lifestyle. This is just my lifestyle. My, this is just my life and my reality. Yeah. Um, you know, I got out the car, you know, they, you know, I got on the ground or whatever, you know, they taking all my, you know, I get up, you know, and as soon as bro turn around, I just, I start fighting for my life, bro. fighting for my life, fighting for everything I believe in, fighting for all I had left. I'm at the pinnacle of my career, mate, like yeah. seeing the millions, my laptop, my camera, you're getting took. This, this I, I spent years trying to save up to get this shit right. so I could do this shit just to get taken in about, in about five minutes. Nah, nah, y'all gonna have to get, y'all gonna have to really do it to me for real. Yeah. I, I done been fucked point, up too long. Yeah. I done been fucked up for real. I done been fucked up so much. It's like. I'm the, I can't cry no more for real. Yeah, it just hurt. It just, I'm just hurt. I just I'm just hurt because it's like, man, like I'm really trying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm really still trying to go to school. Yeah. When nobody could give a fuck if I go to school or not, I'm really still trying to work a nine to five and be a, be productive in society. When they would they would they would probably look at me as a menace. I'm really trying to chase the dream and not right. be not be an average even though I'm going through hard circumstances. And y'all gonna y'all gonna rob me? Hell no. Nah. Yeah. I at this point at this point. This point, it is what it is, if, if, and if I if I go out this way, at least look, I, I went out and I tried, and I look, and that and that pill right there, not everybody gonna swallow that pill. Yeah, but but also not everybody gonna get to the realization that of their life and realize are they willing to do that though. Most people, most people, if you ever seen, if you ever somebody ever pulled a gun on you, most people ah, ah they're in fear for their life. Just surrender, yeah. They're gonna surrender, but I felt like when you in situations, like what was I? I didn't got dragged in alleyways. I didn't. I, I didn't see people try to kick. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, rob me before. Like I didn't see. I I'd been out here with the junkies. I didn't see people OD. Like I, like what what else? What else am I missing here? I didn't yeah. ate out of trash cans. Like I'm gonna tell y'all, this the reality. This the real. When I couldn't afford. When I when I was paying to stay in school and I couldn't afford, like y'all like I I worked at Wendy's right. So I'm I'm 
I just wait till they throw all the food away. And I knew I, I worked there, right? So I know yeah. they put in a little bag, whatever, they double up the bag, they throw in the thing. Man, what? I it's not like I just say, Oh yeah, I'm just gonna go in there and grab that. Nah. I look at my account, realize that I was negative four hundred dollars because I just paid off my school or whatever. Or I just put gas in my car. I had to make life decisions. Right? I go three days, don't eat nothing, all right. I eat on campus, we know when I can. But you still eat most of the day. If you don't got no meal plan, right. if you don't got no meal plan, what you doing? You got to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Cash. Cash, right? So, and if I ain't even work, so I just, I said, man, the real, reality set in. Man, I'm like one, I'm, I'm skinny now. Mm-hmm. So ain't, ain't nothing to burn for real. So I'm, I come to the realization, like, you got to come back to, to reality, my situation. Yeah. You got to what? Either want to live, live or die. Yeah. We, look, we're going to have to do a part two. We, yeah. we got to do a part yeah, two. Yeah, go ahead. This, this was a great conversation. Yeah, go ahead. And I really appreciate you coming on my podcast and just yeah. showing your story. With It's a beautiful story. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm intrigued. Yeah. And we're going to have to swap numbers just so we could, you know, connect on a deeper level because I love your drive. I love yeah. your confidence. I love your motivation. And I love how strong you are. Yeah. So for anybody who wants to know where they can find you, your YouTube, what are your social media handles? Hey, my social media handle is They Call Me Miguel. Um, and They Call Me Miguel on Instagram. Uh, YouTube is They Call me Miguel. Um, you can find me on Twitter. They call me Miguel. Um, TikTok is is they call me Miguel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and, I, and if I can say anything else before we get up out of here, it's just man. At the end of the day, I'm gonna say something. This is my life mantra. On the road to dream chasing, not everybody gonna see your vision. Not everybody gonna see your dream. Sometimes you got to get off on that road and drop some people off because they wasn't meant to go where you're going. Never stop being you. Never stop loving you. And don't and don't feel like you need to apologize for being you. One thousand. I love that. If y'all like any of these topics that we talked about or want to get to know Miguel a little bit more, go ahead and like, subscribe, and comment. Or you can also follow his YouTube as well. Yeah. He's doing pretty good. Check but, out the docu-series for real. Yeah, I I saw that. I'm gonna have to check it out. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, Yo, you gotta watch that. You, you gotta watch started. that. You gotta watch that for real. <laughs> but until next time, guys, okay? Bye. Uh.